This is the Cascade Hiker Podcast. Find us over at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. I'm a country boy with the soft side. My heart wanders up north to the hillside. Now I've never made anyone quite as beautiful as you. I'm your host, Rudy Gets It. I'm here to inspire you to get out on the trail. You putting in two-mile hikes, five-mile hikes? Are you still on the couch? Come on, let's go on a backpacking trip. I'm going to introduce you to some folks that have done that and a whole lot more. I always get a lot of uh, fun feedback when I have the girls on the episode, and this episode actually includes a lot of different people, a lot of working parts, and I mentioned Gary Paul a lot, uh, who was retired from Forest Service. Martha Rasmussen is the person that runs Friends for Public Use, which is a volunteer program out of the Darrington Ranger District, and she is on this episode as well as Brenda and Ben and Ezekiel, and you'll kind of meet everybody as it goes along, but uh, yeah, don't get lost in the, in the um, I don't know, just hear this episode out. It's a lot of fun, and I hope you enjoy it. Thanks. Hi, my name is Rachel Getzik, and this is the Kids Cascade Hiker Podcast. I'm your host. Hi, my name is Reggie Getzik, and I'm also your host. All right, we went on, well, sort of a backpacking trip. We first went up to the North Cascades National Park to try to get a last-minute kind of walk-up permit to a couple of different spots up there, and really nothing was available that we were interested in. So we drove over to Darrington, and we stopped at the Darrington Ranger Station and basically came up with, I was trying to find a, a hike that was kind of out of the way. Rachel, do you remember the name of the lake that we hiked to? Uh, Crystal Lake. It. I didn't enjoy it that much. It... We it was just really hard. Everything. Uh, we're gonna get into the details in a second, but um, the name of the lake was Crystal Lake. Reggie, do you remember? Um, was it more like a regular trail that we hiked on most of the time? It wasn't a regular trail. What was it? It was like a road and like mixed <coughs> with another road, and then it mixed in with another trail. That's right. So, Rachel, can you kind of describe how it was from the start? At the start, it wasn't as bad. It was uphill for about a mile, maybe a mile and a half. And then it went downhill a bunch. Uh, the it, whole time we're on an old road, right? Yeah, it was all on an old road, except we got to this fork, and then it went to another old road. So we stayed on that for a while. So much brush. like it was. There were some spots where we just couldn't even find the trail. I think anybody out there, can you please adopt it and fix it up? Cause yeah, we kept talking about yeah. how there wasn't lack of service on it. Reggie, was the brush uh, around your knees, or how high did it go? It went, like, above my head that some people couldn't even see me. Yeah. <laughs> we, I would look back a couple times and wondered where the kids were, and it was, they are just lost in the brush, and they're like, Papa, wait. Papa, wait. And I was like, yeah. I'm right here. <laughs> Um, so after that, it was straight up, like no switchbacks or anything straight up. Just as about three and a half miles into the trail after all this brush, there was a section that was, was straight up. Reggie, could you touch the trail in front of you or was it flat? It was, um, like straight in front of me. Yeah. It was straight up this hillside. It was real steep. So then 
there's a trail. We actually found the old trail, and we were hiking along that, mm-hmm. and we came to a spot where there was the old uh, sign from, I don't know how long ago, but it says, entering Glacier mm-hmm. Peak Wilderness, and then we knew, and there's That's huge right. trees around us. Some of them had fallen down right into the trail, and we had to climb over them. Yes. So, I thought we were talking about a different place. So, I thought we were talking about at the end, towards the end, where it opened to that meadowy area. So, I guess after what he's talking about right now, then there was this absolute straight uphill. That last part that went into that meadow area with a bunch of Death little creeks. So, after that little creek, in s- there was like five to ten, maybe twenty a bunch of little creeks that came from the lake crystal lake it was pretty sad because when we got up there we started sitting down to eat dinner and then fog came in and blocked our view of everything so i'm sure it'd be way better on a sunny day reggie what'd you have for dinner mac and cheese and was it good yes and reggie what did we forget what did papa forget to pack for dinner spoons yeah. So, what did I use to um, to mix up the the dinners then? A clean stick. How <laughs> how was it clean? Cause you got it off a branch. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, was it clean? You think? Uh, no, I saw little bits. I mean, I had biscuits and gravy, so it might have been pepper, but it was either dirt <laughs> or pepper, probably a mix. Yeah. Well, kind of describe the lake, Reggie. Was it was it like most of the lakes you've seen? No. Well, describe it. <laughs> well, it was like the trees were all around the lake, and then some of the fo- fog kind of like it blocked all the trees that made it prettier. Also, the area we're standing on, like Rachel was talking about, was all meadowy. And I don't know, it just seems like a lot of the Cirque Lakes in Washington are kind of just all rocky, and then there's, uh, Rachel, think yeah. about some of the lakes we've been to. What's on the back side of most of the lakes? What is it, Rachel? A, a mountain, usually. Like a big cliff, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of what, what creates all these lakes in Washington <coughs> and other places are these, they call them cirque lakes, and they're uh, lakes that were carved out when a, a glacier just kind of sat there on them and melted in in ate the ground away into this little area for a lake and that's why a lot of the lakes in washington look look very similar this one was different that's what it did it's almost like an old meadow that sounds that sounds exactly like what it was like yeah you really explained it well yeah well uh i was gonna read the the description on the hike kind of think think about what rachel was talking about uh how she described the lake and here's, here's what uh, WTA.org describes it as. Um, Rachel's actually going to read it. Yeah. Begin by following an old road bed, climbing a few hundred feet, then losing most of it. Limited views of surrounding peaks be- yeah. break the scrabby alder mount- mont- monotony. Re- at at 1.5 miles, yes. you reach a junction. Crystal Creek Trail departs left left you take that one now on to secondary old logging 
road bed. Follow Crystal Creek. Listen to the creek's churning waters close by but out of view. The grade is fairly easy for a mile or so, but when it's time to get serious. But but then it's time to get serious. Leaving the creek behind, the trail works its way up in a steep slope, choking, choked in thick, regenerating, regenerating growth. Traverse. Traverse an old cut and head steeply straight up an old fire line. Yep, this area is, is a mess. The legacy of an area, an era of intensity intensive timber harvesting ancient forest slaughter look for a beautiful waterfall right before reaching the edge of the cut turn right here when a trail once led to led left to circle peak now on real trail climb more sanely traverse traversing magnificent old growth and entering the glacier peak wilderness in another tw- quarter mile, Crystal Lake, its meadowy shores greet you. Enjoy, enjoy. You deserve it. Yeah, I would say this is probably one of the toughest hikes the girls have ever been on, for sure. And what was the decision we made, Reggie, when we got to the lake that really made it even a harder hike? Um, we had to go back that day. Hold on. You just said we had to. What was the decision we made? We wanted to go back. <laughs> we all well, we wanted to make sure it was a unanimous decision, and I was mostly worried about Reggie on whether she could hike out or not because just her little legs, and you know she's only six years old. Yeah, and, and she's hiking twice as much as, and sh- the fact that her legs are so tiny, she's hiking twice as much as we are. Yeah, so we all decided to go. So we ate our dinner and put our backpacks on, and that was the hardest part was that we had these big backpacks on, right? Yeah, and we didn't even need half of the stuff in there. Yeah, our, all our sleeping bags <laughs> and the tent. and. I mean, I guess we needed water and our dinner. I guess we needed water and our dinner and, like, the stove and stuff, but, I mean, it was just crazy. I think that that was the latest I've ever hiked. Like, we were out at, we got to the car at 7.30, maybe 8, and it was, it was the latest I've ever hiked. Like, because if we got there at 7.30, 7.30 still walking to our destination, I think it was the latest I've ever hiked. On the way there, I don't think I've ever been more scared. I was scared that we weren't going to make it in time, and... It was going to be dark and we'd have to hike in the dark. That's my probably that was probably why I was so scared. So, I really liked the lake, but I but it was like sprinkling a little bit. It was a little rainy. Yeah, you know, it never really rained on us. We we were able to kind of steer away from that, but um it uh we could hear it at times, but the the brush was so thick on the lower trail that it just it, we just never really felt the rain. It was kind of cool, actually. Um, one thing I would say about this this trail, <laughs> well, th- there's a history behind it. So apparently, back in the '60s and '70s, this road system took the hiker to about within less than a mile. I want to say maybe like a half a mile 
from the lake. And so this lake, uh, Crystal Lake, was just bombarded with people in the 60s and 70s. And apparently they purposefully closed the road back, I believe, the one road anyway. And they, they kind of almost shut the hike down because they didn't clear the, the trail. They didn't work on the road anymore. And so it started to overgrow. In fact, the original trail that went to the, the, the road that went to the trailhead uh, was so overgrown that when they went back through to, to re, I guess, reopen this trail sort of, they brushed a different road up. This Crystal Creek Trail is on the lower road. And so then uh, that's why they had to, to cut in this what they call a fire line, which just goes straight up this hill uh, that connects with the other uh, tr basically trailhead. And so that's kind of a, a little bit of history, but it took, I don't know, 40 years. I guess it's been over 40 years since they've closed the roads down. And um, it was actually kind of cool to see the, the regrowth of the meadow. Uh, I'll put, I guess, the uh, the picture on this episode will be a picture of the girls walking through what was the old trail. And you can really tell it used to be a trail, but it has grown back and it's, it's basically part of the meadow now. But it was the only way to go through was to walk on top of it, so... Um, Rachel, what else did you did you remember about the the meadowy part, real close to the lake? I remember it was really damp. I remember I could barely step anywhere without soaking my shoe. I was so tiny that I almost got stuck in all of the brush. Back to the brush. Yeah, we're going back to the brush now. <laughs> we're talking about like around the lake, and uh, they had to cross the the kind of the outlet stream a couple different times. And it was kind of funny to, I don't know, for me, it's always fun watching the kids. I used to, when they were both really young, make sure to hold their hand and show them where to step. And now I kind of just let them cross these creeks on their own. And they both do a really good job. Rachel, you picked a couple different spots to cross and finally decided on one. What was some of the deciding factors? when we first got into the towards the lake and we hadn't quite seen the lake yet and you were picking you said oh maybe i'm gonna go down this log or maybe so it it took me a long time to figure out some of the ways to get across i feel like the a bunch of the parts on here going back to the brush the brush too could use some work i think they need to put a couple by a couple i mean like 10 bridges on the way there Pick a main trail, and just just someone needs to start working on that hike. It it would be such a beautiful hike if someone just totally fixed it up. Take a lot of money though. Well, yeah, money maybe, but time for sure. And uh, you know this money uh, is time. Yeah this this trail I I would say most people probably aren't gonna hike it. You get yeah. to a certain point and. It just feels like maybe you should just turn around. Yeah. Right, Reg? Yeah, we made it to the end, though. That's right. <laughs> and, and back. back. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, just kind of a short episode to, to talk about our, our backpacking trip that wasn't really a backpacking trip. Yep. But it was it a lot was of like It was basically a hike backing trip. Yeah, we had backpacks on. Yes, we were <laughs> backpacking with our backpacks on. Well, thanks, girls, for coming on the 
Kids Cascade Hiker Podcast. Thank you for coming on. This is the Kids Cascade Hiker Podcast, not the yeah. Cascade Hiker Podcast. I know. I kind of finished it, but I'm going to put this out on both. I know. So you listen to the us. Kids Cascade Hiker Podcast. This this will be the first episode released in, uh, I don't know, a year or two at least. Okay, so that was going to be the episode, and then something crazy happened. I posted some pictures from our hike to Crystal Lake on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and everything, and one of my buddies has been on the podcast before, Gary Paul, retired Forest Service, and he said, hey, uh, looked like you guys had a fun hike, but why did you go on that nasty trail? Why didn't you take the other trail? And uh, I was kind of like, what? So... I told the girls, I said, hey, we're going to go. What did I tell you about the hike before we went, Rachel? Um, you told us it it was a surprise hike. You told us um, how long it was and everything. You told us what the trail was called, I think. But, yeah, you told us what the trail was called, but you never told us what the lake was. Right. So I said we're going to a lake, and it's going to be a surprise, and it's only – just over two miles. It's going to be really easy. And then the yes. first question Reggie asked was, is there going to be a whole bunch of... Brush? Yeah. And I said, absolutely not. There will be no brush. So we went on this other hike, and, and it's a whole different trail, but we'll talk about the trail in a second. But what I wanted to bring up was who discovered... The, the that it was exact same lake. Who was the person that discovered? Me. Reggie, and wh- how did you discover it? What were you doing? Um, cause right when we got to that little creek part, I recognized all the rocks and like the lake, so I like just recognized it right there. Yeah, well, what it was was Rachel was in in the lead, and Reggie was behind her, and I was behind her. What happened was, was Rachel was crossing this one little board, kind of log board, that was across this tiny little inlet stream to the lake. And the lake is right there, same exact lake, and the girls haven't realized it. And as soon as Rachel crossed this little inlet creek on this one little step uh, log, Reggie looked down and she said, wait a minute. And then she looked up at the lake from there. And she had remembered watching Rachel cross that log, or maybe she remembered herself crossing that log, and then she looked back at me, and she said, Papa, I recognize this lake. <laughs> Rachel, do you remember what she said exactly? I think it was that. I, I don't remember what exactly, but it was definitely something like that. Yeah, she said, wait a minute. Is this the same lake? It was really funny. And then, Rachel, did, could you believe it? Well, I was in the meantime, I was like kind of recognizing this. I remember saying a no, little. No, you weren't. Hey, I remember I hope saying, I have that audio. Sh- I hope I played that yeah, audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope too. <laughs> so um, I remember starting to say as Reggie was figuring out um, something like this feels familiar or something like that. But I, I know I said something. I remember Rachel saying, wait, it is? That was the part I remember very clearly. What? Really? She was, she yeah. was like, um, what? This is not. This is yeah, not yeah, that's the what lake. She said. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this that's what not, I was just saying. Not, not, not. It's funny how we remember things. So we actually, this was actually about a week and a half ago that we did this second trip, and we're just recording it now. So I understand if Rachel forgets, but Reg- Reggie and I remember exactly. All right, so yeah, yeah, Rachel, yeah, yeah. can you kind of describe the trail a little bit? 
Okay, so it starts going straight up. Straight up. Actually, yeah, I should cut in here. So here's the background on the actual trail itself. So the road that where the trailhead is that we used on this second time it has been closed for years. It's the old Circle Creek tra- uh, Road, and it's uh, Circle Peak trailhead was the original trailhead there and that got shut down because of this road being closed uh, uh gosh was it the 2006 or 2003 um washouts on the suyato river uh road anyway um they've recently reopened it but but the reason why this trail was built was because that other old trail that we hated uh got you to crystal lake and then this trail was built uh actually in an effort with gary paul and don erickson and they uh, they built this trail basically to get from Crystal Lake to um, Circle Peak, and so it never connected to the road. Well, now that the road's open, they kind of spliced in this little trail, and I want to say maybe it was just about a uh, 200 feet um, up the straight hill. So it wasn't as bad as the the one on the other hike that we had done, but it was it was definitely started out straight up. So that's the reason why. Just so you know, Rachel, you can keep talking about it. Okay, so it was just for, like, a couple steps because it was – the trail was, like, it – when you first go on it or see the trailhead, you think, oh, it's just a little freeway stop trail, except we were nowhere near the freeway. But, like, if you forgot where you were going or something, like, like if this was on the side of the road or something, like a big road, you would think, oh, this is just a two-minute walk to – some waterfall so yeah like a little spur trail or something off the road like you just go up for a couple steps and then you take the switch back and it goes into this really pretty wood area um and you can see this whole valley where um you are headed to um you go down and there's this for about half a mile and there's this really rocky part that tells you um D- that everything set about it says don't go on it. it it's not that bad though but um yeah one thing i wanted to bring up about the uh the looking down the valley that rachel's talking about it's really cool that this trail actually climbs the ridge that separates the old trail from kind of the new trail of where it comes in so if you can imagine as the crow flies uh, the two trailheads are only about I don't know, maybe a mile apart, but in order to drive from the trailhead we took the week before to the trailhead we took this week was, yeah. um, you'd it'd probably take you about two hours because you're going way back into the town of Darrington and then you're going way up a whole different uh, river source. So uh, you're going from the uh, White Chuck River all the way down the Sock River all the way to where it meets the Suiattle, and then you're going up the Suiattle all the way up to the Circle Peak or Circle Creek Road. So anyway, it's kind of weird how it's just one little ridge that this trail uses uh, that separated the two. Reggie, do you remember anything about the trail, the new trail we went on? Um, I remember that. Um, also, where I remembered that me and Rachel. Um, I remember that there's this little hill part where me and Rachel went on to. Then we went past that place. Then um, we came down to the creek. Then I was like, this is definitely Crystal Lake. Then I told my papa. 
Yeah. And uh, there were some down trees and stuff. Rachel, do you remember anything else about the actual trail? Was it uh, brushy? No, it was not brushy. Now to continue before you rudely <laughs> interrupted me. Okay, ramble on. <laughs> after that, that rocky part tells you that after about two, you're about halfway there. No, um, um, you're... I don't know how to explain it. Like, well, um, Rachel's stuttering a little bit because you're, she's yeah, you're half a mile to halfway. Like, you're almost I'm halfway. Listening. What tells you to ha- that you're halfway? I'm actually thinking now is this really big stump that you have to cross over. There's like three of them, I believe, and the biggest one that you're gonna have to go over. You can't go under. You can't to the side. You can't go over. You can't go under. You have to go to the side. The biggest one tells you you're about halfway. So these are blowdowns, not stumps. They're the actual trees that are through the, well, the trail. Yeah. Um. So then you're gonna. So that's all going down on the way there. It's all downish part. You'll realize once you get flat that you're going down, but it's not really obvious. What you're gonna get really flat, and there's a bunch of trees, and. When you come up to this really weird lake thing, that's not Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake is a like a little further. So once you go a little further, um, through this really weird. So I, once we got really close to the lake itself, I could start to hear the creek, uh, the outlet stream from Crystal Lake, and. I was looking on my map on my phone, uh, my Maps Plus app, and uh, I was looking at it, and, and I was like, oh, man, this uh, – oh, Topo Maps Plus, that's what it is. Anyway, uh, and, and I could tell that we were in the exact same spot almost from where we came up the other trail, and there's a waterfall described in the old trail um, description saying, oh, you'll pass a waterfall, and then you'll – you're almost there. I could hear that waterfall, and I even motioned to Brenda and Ben, who the other two adults on the trip, and just said, "That's it. That's the waterfall that we came up the other the week before." And so it was kind of funny knowing that, and the girls just had no idea. So anyway, yeah. So the the folks that went on with us were uh, Ben and Brenda, and you guys remember Ben's son's name? Zeke. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. Now, what did Ben? find in the water actually brenda might have saw it first but either way uh what was what reggie what did you see in the water a whole bunch um we saw tadpoles all right rachel was there just like a couple of them or how many do you think there were thousands there was (laughs) there was a lot yeah i mean it honestly looked like the bottom of the lake was black and then all of a sudden it would be moving right i remember reaching my hand i i Honestly, I I was looking. They told me, "Come here, there's tadpoles." Yeah, come on. I looked and then I thought, "What are they saying? There's there's no tadpoles." And then I looked closer, and the water was tadpoles. It was just <laughs> it all was tadpoles. Just, oh. Reggie, did you see the tadpoles? Yeah, I even holded some. Pick some up. Did you put them back? Yes. <laughs> That's good. Rachel, what did you pick up and have in your hand? Tadpoles. Uh, did what, you? I didn't did see I? that. There was 
we kind of went exploring a little bit and we found this little i don't know little pond oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. what did you find in this, there okay so it was first i need to explain how the pond looked because it was so cool it was like just this just picture this little stream going in a circle with a just a piece of land in the middle so oh like an island yeah basically <laughs> except only fit for three people so me and brenda jumped onto the island and i saw a frog it took it was it I went on there too. Yeah, Zeke was with us too. I was uh, on there too. Um, so we were going and we saw that frog, and it took us at least twenty minutes to catch it. And I kissed it, and <laughs> on the lips. <laughs> yep. And uh, Ben and I were originally went up into that area because we we're trying to find there's there's all these really nice signs that say toilet, 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 and. We found it, and it was basically just obliterated, just kind of gone with the uh, the times. So, I don't know, maybe I'll get with Gary Paul, and, and maybe we'll try to get a, a new toilet put back up in there because it's a fun area. And um, I don't know. I'm always kind of for those little backcountry toilets. So it'd be fun to dig a new hole out and put one up. But you like uh, them? Well, who doesn't? Better than digging your own hole every time you got to go. They smell bad. So anyway, anyway. Um, so... I'll uh, put right now, I'll put in the audio that we took when we had lunch up there. Oh, what else did we bring up to the lake, girls? Oh, our boats. Boats. I went in one, too, with Brenda. They were fun and wet. And who was in the boats the longest? Me. Rachel. (laughs) Rachel got in. I had bought, after talking to Twinkle, uh, the previous episode to this one, um, I decided to get some, you know, boats to take out and do try a little pack rafting. And so I, I purchased these two smaller ones thinking, okay, this would be good. You know, they're rated at 100 pounds. And uh, Rachel weighs a little bit more than that. Reggie weighs a little bit less than that. And I knew I needed a big one. I'm a big hiker. And I got the one that's rated, I don't know, I think it's like 400 pounds or something, which I do weigh a lot, but I don't weigh that much. Uh, but I knew it was going to be big, and, and, it, and it was uh, – um, really heavy to bring but well anyway i I blew up rachel's first and she got in there and it's (laughs) needless to say yeah the weight was close but size wise she's a very tall girl for a 10 year old and uh and anyway she took up the whole thing it was hard for her to get in and out of and so she just ended up staying in it pretty much the whole time we had the boats out so and you guys remember what ben and zeke were doing that was a little different than we usually do they were were fishing. fishing that's right and that was kind of fun to watch. I think Ben caught a couple of somethings. But anyway, I, I mentioned this before. Now for sure, here is the audio of us eating lunch. All right, who's all here? Ben. Ezekiel. Reggie. Rachel. Brenda. Brenda? You're too far away. Oops. Um, so, hey, what lake are we at? Anybody? Crystal. you got to just say it. Crystal, Crystal Lake. Lake. Crystal Lake. All right. And and how was this hike better than the last one? Was it Shorter better? and not that bright. Help, I need help. <laughs> not that much of bright. Zeke, did you like this lake? Uh-huh. Yeah? Do you think your mom would like this lake? No, you don't think so? Oh, okay. I bet you she would. Because there are lots of What tackle. did we bring out on the water? Boats. Boats. Pitching poles. And fishing poles, that's right, you brought a fishing pole. 
What did you have to eat for lunch, Zeke? Um, I forgot. You did? Swipe. What's that right there in the ground? My dad's knife. Whoa, that's a big knife. <laughs> All right, Rachel. That's how long it actually is. <laughs> that's cool. Rachel, what do you have in your backpack that's yellow? Um, paddles. Paddles for the boat? Yep. Right on. I stuck it right well, into the dirt. Brenda, what do you have to say about the lake? I think the lake is beautiful. I liked the tadpoles. And I really, really like seeing the elephant's head for the first time. I've been looking Along to see the trail? That. Mm -hmm. And um, paddling was fun. I wasn't good at it, but it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. All right on. Ben, did you catch any fish? I did. I caught one. Right on. Not, Saw not, some chasers. Not size, but... Rachel, what did you get bit by? Spiders and spiders and spiders. <laughs> and mosquitoes, mosquitoes, and mosquitoes. <laughs> All right. And flies, flies, flies. Okay, so that was Crystal Lake. Reggie, what do you think about, should we go to this lake some other time just to have fun up there by ourselves again? Not on the brushy trail, but yeah. Good answer. Rachel, what do you think? Would it be fun to go up there and bring some friends? Yeah, just like Reggie said, if we're going on the brushy trail, maybe not, but I really like that other trail. Right on. Yeah, we'll, me too. We'll make a point to go up there then. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And thanks to Gary Paul for telling us about it. And Brenda and Ben and Zeke, thanks for coming with us. Thank you. So when we got out of the hike back to the road, a really cool thing happened. We ran into Martha Rasmussen, who heads uh, Friends for Public Use out of Darrington. And it's basically a volunteer group that she created through the Darrington Ranger District. And they work on these high mountain back roads. So any dirt road that you take within the Darrington Ranger District to get to a hike can be adopted through this program and then volunteers work on the roads to basically keep them open. Uh, a lot of our backcountry roads get decimated with storms and, and uh, just lack of, of upkeep and stuff. So uh, Martha's group uh, is, is working on keeping these roads open. So if you've ever had any uh, road to a favorite hike that seems to be deteriorating, especially if it's in this area, then I would encourage you to join her group Obviously, I know that podcast is uh, sort of worldwide in a sense, but uh, um, if you're in the area at all of Darrington, please look her up. And uh, I know she's really prominent on the group that she created, Friends for Public Use, on Facebook. So please try to check that out. And here's a little uh, you know, discussion we had right when I got out of the trailhead. And she was there working on the road a little bit. So here she is. I said, people don't get it. <laughs> they, all... they love trails, but they don't like roads. Yeah. So what? describe what you guys had to do in order to get this road reopened. Have a temper tantrum. <laughs> it was this road that led me to starting Friends for Public Use. And what, uh, how did you go across? I was wanted it? to go hike Circle Peak Trail. And it was two miles. And I have a plate in my leg, so I, distance really matters to me. And I hit those boulders, and I broke down and cried. And I said to How Nels, far back were those? That's uh, where the gate is now. Mm -hmm. So I would have added six miles and then two miles straight up to get there. Wow. And uh, this is the road that 
these trails were accessed to build. <laughs> and so did you have to get approval? How did you how did you get the paperwork and stuff through? To reopen the road? Yeah. Um, well that was that started actually kind of a combination between Friends for Public Use. That's how I why I got the contract with the Darrington Ranger Station. Is the high roads were in danger. <clears throat> hmm. So and then and then did you say you had to drop some plans for this road? Even the road the road already existed. No, no, or? no. We we had a um, river resource trust. Bob Boyd, he's a logger. He knows roads, but we had to get it stamped and approved. And then we got a geologist and a geotech engineer and uh, got it approved. And some of it was overkill. And you know, Bob being smart enough, he said. No, you don't want to dig the downslope because that's raw earth. You want to just mm. keep it stable. But that um, was a rack grant that the Boyds did with River Resource Trust. And then we got the geotech engineer and the geologist. Wow. Five oh, years. Cool. Five years. Wow. Five years. And here we are at the end of the road. And does my heart good to see people up there hiking. So yeah, I'm well, there was a couple other people, too, on the trail today. Uh, there were five cars here. They must have gone up. The other couple of car cars must have gone up to Circle Peak, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. we had two cars that came down from Circle Peak. I don't know where these guys are because... Well, that's us, those two cars. Oh. But there was that other car, too, because we saw a couple at the lake, and they said okay, they came up Okay, then they're already way. gone again. Somebody yeah. that was coming up, we saw them. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, I, I just wanted to come up and uh, see how many cars were up here and bask in my glory. Right on. Well, that's yeah. cool. Thanks, Martha. Yeah. All right, that's the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to join the Patreon page. Find me at patreon.com slash cascadehikerpodcast. Also, hit me up uh, with an email, rudy at cascadehikerpodcast.com. Find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Cascade Hiker Podcast. Twitter, find me at in underscore Cascade Hiking. And I'm Cascade Hiker Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, Whiskey Fever, for letting me use this track here, Tall Grass, off their album, Gonna Wake Up This Whole Town. Go find them at ReverbNation.com slash Whiskey Fever. Hey, see you next week. You were sweet like honey on a heartbeat. You were fine like wine and sunshine. I could feel you coming on strong. Could never be wrong. Could never be wrong. See her laying down in the tall grass Playing mandolin in a white dress I come running when I hear that song It could never be wrong, it could never be wrong Where you wanna run, baby, I'll run too I would leave this world for a beautiful girl If I could...